Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Shit Show Podcast. I'm your host, Redbeard, or Dan. And today is an interesting episode because today, or tonight, whatever, uh, I'm actually traveling back home from a weekend away, visiting my mother and my stepfather up north in Wisconsin. It's about a 11-hour drive after you account for stops and restroom breaks and whatnot, and we're about uh, five hours or so into our trip, and we've got five hours left. I'm going to be home at 4.57 a.m., so I was sitting here thinking while driving, man, I wish that I could record a podcast or be productive, and then I thought about it. Oh yeah, I've got an iPhone and a pair of AirPods. Technically, I can, I, you know, because when you're driving and you're riding down the road, you're thinking about all kinds of things and you're processing information and all, you know, and you just, your brain is go, 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 go nonstop. So I found it very opportune to go ahead and pull over and download the app and set up, you know, set up, set it all up on my phone with my AirPods and just go ahead and and go with it. So this one is a very on the fly, very uh, not normal, I guess you could say episode. I don't really know what is you could classify as normal, right? Because normal is Nothing is technically normal. It's all just normal is just a group of people that does something enough and they classify that as normal. But really, it's not because what you deem as normal might be weird to other people and vice versa. So that's an interesting thought in itself. But I do want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in that's listening to this. But if my microphone uh, sounds weird or off, I'll do my best in post-editing to uh, tweak it as much as I can, but like I said, we're using AirPods, so uh, there's probably going to be some background noise, and I apologize for that, but I do see this as a good opportunity to have a discussion and just talk about whatever and the ideas, you know, because I'm a person, when I'm driving, I like to be on the phone, I like to talk, I like to discuss things, and think about ideas and all kinds of things like that and and share them with other people and uh, well everybody that I would talk to normally on the phone like uh, my fiance or uh, my very good friend Logan they're asleep already and this weekend's been rough uh, as well this weekend was um an, ex- an extended family member had passed recently, and it was a funeral this weekend, so that's why I was traveling. And So it's been a very eventful last 48 hours. <clears throat> and, and in the last 72 hours, I'll have driven a total of about 20 to 22 hours total. And uh, it's... I'm tired, guys. I'm very exhausted. And it is one of those things that is just, you, you, 
we all do it. We go and we go and we go until we can't go anymore. And then it just hits us like a ton of bricks, you know, how exhausted we actually are. So I feel like that's what's going to happen when I get home at 5 a.m. this morning. Uh, I just work, you know, I worked seven days straight on eight hour shifts and, and then, you know, slept for about five or six hours and then drove 11 hours and then dealt with everything this weekend and then didn't really get a whole lot of rest there either. And now I'm driving back another 10 to 11 and a half hours. And, uh, and then I get one day off and go right back to work. So it's, uh, it's been a long, it's going to be a pretty long next two weeks. So I'm ready for it to just be over so I can have some normal normalcy in my life and be off at a normal schedule time, I guess you could say. But for those of you that are coming in new and fresh into the shit show, I just, I guess I wanted to take an opportunity and talk about the show a little bit. I, you know, I actually had previously recorded a launch episode and I just, I feel like this might be kind of an interesting, an interesting, uh, episode in itself because to be more of a launch episode because it's one of those things to where it's an opportunity where we could actually talk and I can truly fill you guys in on ideas and stuff with this show and there's plenty of time to talk about it right so the shit show podcast though is something is kind of a of a weird idea and concept and I I was listening to on the way up here to the last podcast on the left on Spotify and some of you guys may be familiar with it but it's a very interesting podcast I really enjoy enjoy it because they kind of initially started out doing the same thing where they kind of talk about just kind of whatever and they're very more they're more brief episodes and then as they you get later into their series they start getting a lot more in depth with their episodes being like an hour or two hours long there's some pretty long ones that are great for road trips um, to listen to because if you're driving for 10 hours you can listen to three episodes and you're and you're to where you're driving to it's really nice but but I'm kind of going into you know they, they I was listening to I think it was episode 300. Uh, Jim Jones episodes, and they were talking about their first 60 to 70 episodes of just kind of going for it, not really fully knowing what the hell they were doing. And if I'm being completely transparent, aside from just listening to podcasts and looking into how to get them started as far as posting up episodes and stuff, I'm, I'm honestly right there with him. You know, until you get in and learn, you learn your voice and learn what your strengths are, you know, you don't know what the hell you're doing. And uh, it's kind of the same way for me with my live streams and my YouTube videos. And it's interesting because it's like that with anything, right? You go into and you have this vision, but ultimately, unless you have somebody else there with you that's experienced, you're learning as you go. You're, You're trying to figure it out. And you know, I've been dealing with some emotions and some struggles uh, with my Twitch stream lately. Um, 
in regards to like some specific things. And, you know, it's amazing how times with technology and things like this are changing to where people that are starting out, if I'm being completely honest, it's so much easier now to get started with things like live streaming or YouTube video editing or podcasts, for example. Um, the, the, th- the fact of the matter is you just gotta, you just have to do it. You just have to go for it. And that is where the idea of the shit show podcast came from of let's just do it. Let's just go for it. Let's, you know, we've talked about pretty much anything. There is not really a limitation. Um, as long as we kind of keep out or to a minimum religion and politics, unless it's involving something, you know, in the discussion, you know, whether it's talking about an event or whatever, um, but it's not something we spend a lot of time on because, you know, there's just, you know, stuff that people can't talk about, but something that just really irks me and it, it, you know, and it's a thought that I've had for a long time and I guess I'm publicly on a form in a public format sharing it, but it's just amazing to me that there are so many people that are interested in this stuff And then, you know, like streaming, for example, they'll come to me with a lot of questions and things like that, because I've been streaming off and on for about pretty consistently for four years. This year will be four years that I've consistently streamed. And but my total experience is about eight years and four years of that was just very off and on, very casual. And it's just amazing to me how many people will uh, come to me and ask me all these questions and ask them for help, but they won't go watch a 15-minute video on YouTube of, of something that somebody made that, you know, fully explains how to do it. And it's just incredible to me. Uh, totally off topic here, I'm about to be heading towards Memphis, coming through Illinois, and I'm pro- passing a gigantic cross. Um, that's something that I've never understood. I know... I I just said we don't talk about religion, but while we're passing it, it's on my mind. I've always found that interesting that, you know, we we idolize and and create this giant icon of something that was used as as a torture device back in the day and killed our, you know, supposed savior. I find that I always find that that's interesting that we chose to use that as the uh, icon to represent Christianity, but I won't go into that anymore. I just, just an interesting thought, you know, I've always found that to be very intriguing to say the least, but anyways, moving on, but yeah, so it's kind of weird though, you know, it's with, you know, people that are interested in creating and stuff, or they say that they're interested in it, but they're not willing to do the research on their own time. They want somebody else to do that for them. And I've never really understood that, especially recently, um, more so recently as I've, you know, been progressing and growing in my own ways, um, how I, you know, people don't even realize, I don't think how they're kind of milking or taking advantage of somebody else's experience and, you know, expecting people to just, tell them all the secrets of the trade. And if they don't, they're a a douchebag. You know, I've always found that to be very interesting because whenever I went into broadcasting myself and uh, entertainment, 
you know, the entertainment, uh, I guess you could say industry, even though I'm not amazing at it by any means. I, you know, that was something I always took pride in taking as far as, you know, learning was take being able to take the time and the energy to learn how to do things on my own and learn how to do it and learn what works best for me, like my microphone, you know, my audio settings, you know, building a dual PC setup, you know, starting this podcast, you know, learning all the different avenues and ways that I could record and edit. And, you know, the fact I can do this from my phone is incredible to me while I'm driving down the interstate, you know, going 75 miles an hour down the interstate. Uh, on a 400 or a 600 mile road trip, you know, I've, I've always found that to be very, very interesting. So, um, and the tech behind it is really evolving and changing a lot. So these are just some things I've been thinking about. You know, I've also been thinking a lot lately about the future of my content and how how I want to pursue it and what I want to do. And I, you know, I know if you're a new listener, you're not, and you, and you never, you're not familiar with me outside of this. You're not really going to give a shit because you don't know much about me. You're brand new here. So I, I will say thank you for taking your time to listen. And if you're somebody that does follow me outside of this podcast, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to it because it is, uh, it says a lot when somebody takes the time to acknowledge something you're doing or creating or discussing so thank you um i think with this podcast format wise we're gonna i'm really gonna be trying to keep episodes 30 minutes within a 30 minute to an hour max um because you know when you get over that one hour mark people start losing interest not because it's boring what you're talking about it's just it's hard it's hard to go through your day at least for me I shouldn't say people for me, for me personally, it's tough for me to pull up a podcast that's one to two hours long and go through my regular daily life. And even just with it playing in the background, it's tough because I'm, I, you know, high ADHD, high, you know, super hyperactive most of the time. And it's hard for me to not get distracted and totally miss the entire conversation of whatever's going on within the, uh, within the episodes. So, you know, for me, usually the, the sweet spots, like 45 minutes on a podcast for me personally, um, because it's just, you know, long enough to really be in depth with a topic, but not over the top, uh, unless it's something like I was saying earlier with the last podcast on the left, where I'm driving, it's a long road trip, and I've got a few hours to really listen to it and, and hone in on it. That That is really nice, and I do like, that's when I do like the longer episodes. So you guys in the future can kind of expect those episodes to be, you know, roughly, the goal is maximum an hour. So that's kind of a thing there. And structure-wise, it's more of discussions discussions with myself or guests. I've got a few other episodes actually recorded out of the studio with some wonderful guests already. And those are basically just being edited and 
uh, processed. And I've got those in a format where they're audio and video, which is super nice because not everybody wants to just listen. Some people are more visual and they want the interaction and things like that. And some people are more uh, auditory where they would rather listen while they're driving or listen while they're doing work on their computer or whatever. So um, you guys are going to have a lot of different uh, options as far as how you can tune in and listen. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. But you know, to tell you guys that are new a little bit about myself, I know we're like 15 minutes in already, but, you know, just to tell you a little bit about myself, you know, I come from a very not super duper well-off family and my parents are divorced. And when I went to college is when they went through their divorce and it was a very rough time in my life. Uh, and gaming Gaming was something that, honestly, I, I would say video games, I would arguably say playing video games is something that did save my life and um, it got and helped me, helped maintain me at a certain level from becoming swallowed by depression, if that makes sense. I've always battled depression since around that time. I lost a very good friend of mine uh, this year in August will be 10 years. He was my best friend. Uh, we were friends since we were four years old. We played baseball together, uh, skateboarded, played music. Uh, whenever I moved out of out of state to Tennessee from Florida, uh, we stayed in contact very regularly and played Xbox, played uh, Call of Duty and uh, Black Ops and Modern Warfare and all that stuff. And and uh, when he passed away, I was very much so in a lot of a lot of a, a very traumatic state. And even to this day, it's something that I still struggle with to an extent. But uh, so when I went into streaming, I really went into it with the mindset of I really enjoyed sharing those moments with my friend by playing the game with him and, and having those laughs and those stories and those memories. And I wanted to recreate that to the fullest possible extent with people online and, and give them a, a safe, healthy environment to be a part of where we could have a good time and, and laugh and, and escape your daily life. You know, whenever you think of whenever I think of escaping my daily life, I think of my job and my family problems, specifically my uh, mother and my father and their issues. Now, me and my mom are on very good terms. So when I say that, it's not me saying escape my mom. I don't want to talk to her. It's more of it was always used as an escape for me with when they were when my mom and my dad were married when they were married and going through their, their, their just 23 years of issues, um, year after year problems, a lot of that I spent uh, very, very confused on what a normal relationship actually was. And it was, uh, it was rough. It was rough being in relationships of my own because I learned once I became a young man, that what I thought was normal for how to talk to a woman or how to treat a woman or whatever, that was very, very wrong. 
it was a very wrong way. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I've never laid my a hand on a woman and neither did my dad, but he was a very emotionally abusive person. And, um, I've come to learn in very recent years, he's very narcissistic. And, uh, at the end of the day, I've learned a lot of what I thought was right in life was a lie. And it's a very hard thing being in your twenties, uh, being specifically 21, 22, 23, and learning that a lot of aspects of your life was wrong, uh, and untrue. And that's why, when it comes to certain things in life, I'm, I, you know, I, I think people think I'm crazy because I, when I see something that I know is wrong, you, I can't be quiet about it. I have to speak up about it because I went for so long seeing something that was wrong and did not know it. And that light, a light was finally shined upon it. And it changed my life and it made my life better whenever I realized this is wrong. We need to make a change. And so, uh, you know, I'm a very aggressive person when it comes to seeing something and standing up for what is right and ethics and morals, man. I, you, you know, you can't buy me. No matter, you know, you cannot buy me. I am somebody that you have to earn my trust. And if you break that trust, uh, it takes a long time, if ever, to get it back. Um, you, some people have lost it completely, and you know I still treat them with respect and whatnot. But uh, I would not consider them friends or uh, trustworthy, even with all the apologies in the world. I can forgive. I'm a person I forgive, but I do not forget. And I think that's a very important lesson in life. But anyway, so I went into content with the mindset of, you know, we can escape the darkest times in this virtual created world and we can laugh and share good memories with our friends and with our, even our families and um, escape the unfortunate reality of life in some circumstances. And I think, you know, with good, proper, healthy balance, I think that's a very important thing is finding something enjoyable to put some of your energy and time and focus on. And I don't think enough people can or know how to do that. And so whenever I went into it, that's what it always was. And, and, and it's, and I, um, want to keep it that way. So to those of you that have been a part of that, I really appreciate you. And, uh, you know, there's some people that I could name drop and just say, you know, thank you. Thank you. Because they were there from the beginning and they still come around and they still hang out or a part of it. And we're talking in some cases, they've been around since 2014, 2013, and, and it's 2021 and they're still coming by, hanging out supporting me both by, you know, being there and from afar as well as monetarily to help keep the train rolling. And, you know, that's incredible to me that there's people that believe in it to that extent. Uh, and it means the damn world. I can't thank them enough because they're the ones that encourage me at, at times when I want to quit and I want to give up. So I think that is very, very important to have people like that in your life. So, you know, 
this podcast, kind of what what I'm personally expecting to get out of it is a little more self-discovery of who I am and become better at expressing my ideas because I have so many ideas, guys, uh, in terms of creativity. And the, the thing is, though, is because uh, my a big portion of my childhood, I was told a lot of the things that I've that I do now, I couldn't do it. Not because I wasn't capable, but because the likelihood it, it was just non-existent. You know, I grew up, I was born in 1992 and I grew up in the, I will say I grew up in the late nine in the late nineties and the, in the early two thousands. Uh, I want to say it that way because I remember the nineties. I remember technology from the nineties my first gaming console was a uh, Super uh, Super Nintendo that was bought for me, specifically for me, and I had the hand-me-down of the NES. And I still remember the day I got my Nintendo 64. That was awesome, man. That's probably my favorite console of all time is the Nintendo 64. Horrid controller. Horrible controller. I mean, I could probably do an entire episode on that damn console talking about that thing and how terrible that fucking controller was, but it was a great console and had a lot of great games on it. I really enjoyed it. And I have some amazing memories, both by myself and with my friends playing the Nintendo 64. And it's incredible. I sit and I think about it sometimes about how kids today will never know what it's like to go over to your best friend's house and to sit down and take out the N64 and have to play with the shitty Mad Cats controller. (laughs) I mean, if you're an older person or if you're in your late 20s, early 30s, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you're if you're under the age of 20 years old, you probably have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. You probably don't even know what Mad Cats is. And if you do, pat yourself on the back because you're a rare breed because uh, Mad Cats died and went, out, went under, I think, in 2016, I think, is when they finally pulled the plug, which is sad, man, because they've been around for so freaking long, man. I remember being a kid, and, oh, man, you did not want to get a Mad Cats controller because they were cheap, and they had the damn turbo button, and that shit would just drive you up the fucking wall, dude, a damn turbo button. But I remember, though, going over to my homie, Cameron was his name, the one I was talking about earlier who passed away. But I remember going to his house, pulling out the N64 and playing GoldenEye and just the memories that I have with him um, from them, them those days and him teaching me how to skateboard. And, and I remember being a, t- a young teenager, about 13 or 14 years old, and I had moved a little further north from uh, where we, I had grown up, and I remember we moved there. It was about an hour north, and uh, I would go down and stay at my grandparents who lived right up the street from his house. Um, we, well, to retract a little bit, uh, my house was about a mile. Nah, it wasn't even a mile. It was about a half a mile up the road from his house and my grandparents were right next door so um we were neighbors our entire life in one way or another and i remember being about 14 years old and and i went down and i stayed at my grandparents one summer for the entire summer and uh every day 
get on the landline, the rotary phone. Grandparents had a rotary phone. And if I might, I might be putting my age out there and making you guys realize how much of a boomer that I am. But I, I remember uh, calling them up, being so excited. Hey, Mr. Mrs. Koss, Greg, Robin. Can, can, can I come over and play with Cameron? Can I come over and hang out with Cameron? Or can Cameron ride his bike down to my house and hang out at my grandparents? Because we had a ma- they had a massive tennis court, a massive tennis court at my grandparents' house uh, that my grandfather paved and and put out back in the um, I think it was like in the 80s is when he paid put that uh, tennis court out there. I have to clarify that with my mom. Because uh, I don't remember or know exactly when they had paved that tennis court. But that tennis court had been out there my entire life. I was born in 1992. So I, I think they did it in like the late 80s uh, or the very, very, very beginning of the, the decade in the 90s. Uh, but I do remember when they put their their in-ground swimming pool next to it. And that was in, that was in like 1996 or 1997. And... Uh, that's where I learned to swim because my dad just took me and fucking chunked me into the pool and said, swim or drown, <laughs> which I mean, he wouldn't have let, he wouldn't have let me drown obviously, but that back then, that's how you learned how to swim, swim or drown son. And just throw, you know, throw you out there in the water. And who knows, maybe that's not how everybody else learned, but I'm a fucking good swimmer now. So shout out to my dad for scaring me to death and helping me learn how to swim. But, um, but yeah, I remember going over there to his house or him coming over and pulling out the PlayStation 2 and playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 or Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. And those are just really good fucking memories. But I've got a really funny memory and I probably shouldn't share it because it's kind of getting it might get some it might get me in trouble, but I honestly I don't care. I think it's pretty damn funny. But I remember I think I was 15 years old, and I lived in Georgia at the time. So I've lived in Florida, Georgia, and and Tennessee. And uh, I remember it was in Georgia. And I wanted to go down there and stay at my grandparents. I went down there, and I've got an older cousin. He's he's about 10 years older than me. No, not quite. I think he's, I think it's closer, I think it's six or seven years older than me. I don't have to, I don't remember his exact age, but he's a little bit older than me. He's about six or seven years older than me. So, but he, he lived with my grandparents for a few years, uh, on his own, basically. Uh, he was trying to save some money to get a place of his own. And I remember though, I was down there he had just moved. I don't know if he had just moved out or if he was staying out of town, but either way I was down there and visiting and Cameron was over at my grandparents and we had the back room. So the back room to give you guys kind of an idea of everything, the the house was a house that they, my grandparents, it blew my mind when they sold it and moved out because it was a house they lived in their entire marriage, my grandparents. And it was started out as a, as a one room shack more or less. And throughout the course of about 40 years, my papa, who is a contractor his entire life, 
took that house and remodeled it and turned it into a massive house. I mean, a beautiful house. But for most of my young life into my very young teenage years over there at their house, you'd go down this hallway and there was a door that, and you'd open that door and there, and it was just a big open space with an open exterior wall where you could see outside. And then you look to the left and there was another door and you would open that door and there was a fully, you know, remodeled room back there. And we called that the back room. And that's where the grandkids stayed. Um, you know, and what was nice is that room had, it, you know, you could lock it. Um, so, you know, be, you know, I'm saying that to emphasize that because of that whole open exterior wall, which eventually that area became my grandmother's bedroom once my, my papa finished remodeling that space and building it, but uh, which turned out to be gorgeous in there, by the way. They had a huge amazing master bathroom and master bedroom, walk-in closet. I mean, very talented man. Very talented man. I really wish I that the person that bought that house would let me come back and, and take photos because just beautiful, beautiful. But anyways, um, but yeah, the back room. And I was back there with Cameron. We had an old tube TV. And if you don't know what a tube TV is, they weigh about 50 freaking pounds. You know, you get a TV that's, you know, 20, 24 inches, which is like a standard monitor now. Flat screen, you know, for like a regular computer monitor, it's like 24 inches. Back then, that was a big TV. And uh, you'd have, we had to hook it up through a coax cable and buy a converter to be able to plug up the AV component cables to play our PlayStation. So we're back there and we're playing a game and I, you know, we're being teenage boys, you know, talking about, you know, girls and titties and ass and stuff. And, you know, you know, swapping stories and talking about girls and stuff. And we were joking about finding porn under the mattress. I don't even know why we were talking about it. But we made it, we were talking and we were like, yeah, what if we just lifted this mattress and there was porn under here and we flung the mattress up and there was like four magazines under the mattress uh, from my cousin. I don't, to this day, I don't think he knows that we found that, that mag, those pornos under the mattress. I never told him that we did. But I remember that, man, and that be- that became like a shared stash. It was so funny, but uh, I remember that like it was yesterday. It was possibly the funniest thing that I've ever seen. Sorry, there was like a semi-truck that randomly decided he wanted to get over, and uh, so I had to speed up to get around him. But uh, anyways, uh, so, yeah, so... We found this magazine, this nudie magazine, and we were both like, dude, freaking jackpot, man. And, uh, you know, we were, you know, 15-year-olds, so we were like, oh, hell yeah. And, uh, you know, it was like one of those traditional magazines where you've got these pictures of these girls or these women, and 
you know, and then there's like a little article talking about their interest and stuff. And it was so funny though. And, uh, we were joking about that. And I remember later in that visit, um, uh, I was over at his house and I, uh, again, I don't know. I don't know if, if his parents ever know, known about this, I've never shared it with them because it is a funny story, but I don't know if they would ever want to know about this, but we, we were at their house one day and uh, we were playing Xbox and uh, we had just come in from skateboarding and we were, you know, talking about that exact story I just shared and laughing about it. And uh, I don't remember what he Cameron was looking for, but he had to go into his, he had to go into his, uh, I don't remember if it was his brother's room or if it was his parents' room. I think it was his parents' room, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was his parents' room. And uh, he had to look for something under the bed. And I, to this day, I cannot remember what he was looking for. But there was a crate under there, like a like an old milk crate, you know. And he pulls it out. <laughs> His dad collected Playboys, but we, you know, didn't know that at the time. And, uh, yeah, found his dad's stash. (laughs) And uh, that was possibly one of the funniest moments that I share with with my best friend was when we unknowingly were going to find his dad's Playboy stash that he collected and, and... just good memory, funny memories, and, and just, oh my God, hilarious. But anyways, to tie that all back into like what I was talking about earlier, though, you know, there just there was nothing like going over there to his house or him coming to my house. Ooh, sorry, there was a pothole I ran through there, of course, go figure. But uh, there was nothing like it, though, going to my friend's house or him coming to my house and uh, pulling out the N64 or the PlayStation 2 or the 360 and, and playing Tony Hawk or GoldenEye or Call of Duty. And uh, so, you know, I just really got into this as an opportunity to share those kind of moments with new people, you know. So there's got to be a passion and a drive for when you go into this kind of stuff. And I... I just, there's so many people that say they want to go into it and then you ask them why and they, they have no answer. It's all about making money. And at the end of the day, if there's no core to your discussions, there's no core to your content, you can only be interesting for so long at that point. And if you lose sight of why you go into it, if it is for the right reasons, the same thing happens. And you fizzle out. And, you know, that's a lesson for myself that I've taught myself in recent years of, you know, you know, going into esports and stuff. I was in esports for about three years, uh, from 2018 to right at 2021, like right at the very end of 2020. So it's, 
I lost a lot of my passion during those three years. Um, and very recently I've rediscovered that passion and, and my love for gaming and my love for streaming and such. But there for a minute, I, I lost sight and I got distracted and, and I'm glad to be back where I should be. And, you know, I've had to do a lot of thinking and evaluating of myself and what I want my future of my content to be and how I want to approach it. But at the end of the day, it's going to take me wherever it takes me. And we can have a plan and, you know, a guideline that we want to follow. But at the end of the day, whatever's going to happen is whatever's going to happen. And I'm, you know, I'm a person that because of all the insanity and inability to control anything when I was younger, as I've gotten older, I, I want to have more control. And that's the reality of things like streaming and po this podcast, for example, and, and YouTube and whatever, you know, there is, you have no control. All you have control over is what you're doing and, and what you're interested in and, and how you project that interest in that, that, um, content onto the rest of the world and the people around you so all from this point going forwards I mean my only goals are to just project as much of a positive light as I possibly can and and uh put myself first you know my mental health and things like that because for a long time I did not so um yeah so that's a little bit about me I do want to say thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We're, we're just over 40 minutes, so I won't drag this out too much longer. But I do want to say thank you to everybody who supports the Patreon. We've already got some people that have you know pledged and support that. If you guys want to check that out, I believe it's patreon.com slash TV, if I'm not mistaken. And um, you guys are going to get you know, some exclusive bonus stuff and, and to everybody else, if you're just listening, I do want to say thank you for tuning in and supporting the, the content both here and on Twitch and, you know, wherever that may be that you're supporting it. I appreciate you guys very much, but, um, you guys have a great rest of your day. I think I'm going to call the episode here though, finish this drive and, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for our, our upcoming stuff because I, like I said, I had one of my Twitch mods on and we talked about Twitch and her progression from being a casual viewer to a more regular viewer and what drew her into the website and the platform. And then I've got, uh, my very good friend, uh, what, who I, somebody I would consider a best friend, uh, renegade on for another episode. And we are talking about just all kinds of stuff uh game grumps controversy uh with danny and uh, a bunch of other stuff so it's it's all really really good stuff so i think you guys will enjoy it so those should be uploaded in the coming weeks so thank you again and we'll see you guys on the next episode of the shit show and remember do not get shit on on the way out